Hallelujah. Somebody shout Jesus. Come on, turn and give somebody a big high five. Tell them I love. Celebrate that name with you. Hey man, you can be seated, but we're just going to kind of hang in this atmosphere. I know that you might be ready to like go press some flesh or something, but the reality is, is that God's up to something and we're just going to flow with the Spirit today. And I, I, I just want to challenge you today to let God work in your life. To let God work, because there's a war that's going to take place right now. There, there, there's a, you know, there, there's just a, 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 a mind storm that I'm positive is going in a lot of people like, what in the heck is going on? Jesus has come to set you free. Jesus has come to heal you. Jesus has come to fill you with hope. To, to eradicate, to eradicate the pain of shame and regret. The enemy wants, to, wants you to focus on things that have happened. And usually the things that you don't like, usually the things that were hurtful, usually the things that, that, that had the power to distract you. You know, in Jeremiah 33, 3, he said, Call me and I'll answer you and I'll show you great and mighty things, things which thou knowest not. And, 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 and you know, to be honest with you, there, there, we, could, we could preach for weeks on this one, on this one verse because it, it, you got God, the creator of the universe, who's inviting you to make contact with him. He's inviting you to have communion and have fellowship and, and, and for him to speak into your life and speak into your situation. And, and it would only make sense that if, if, if the creator of the universe who knows things that you couldn't possibly know, that he's willing to share those things with you, it only makes sense that we'd be a people who would constantly be in pursuit of him, calling out to him, God, show me, open my eyes and show me great and wonderful things that I know us not. But somehow we get into the press of life, don't we? We get into the we get to the ebb and flow. We get into the chaos of our of our culture, and and, and we just begin to handle things uh, our way. And we're pretty certain that God will honor it, that God will bless it, and we're not evil people. So it's not as if we're out trying to do harm. But we we just get because we're so busy, we're so busy that we don't spend time actually asking God how how would you do this? How would you handle this? What would you say to this? How, how do you think about this? And we're under the impression that we don't need his involvement because we know what we're doing. You might want to bump the person next to you and say, stay awake right now. <laughs> but we have a God who's wanting to show us stuff. He's wanting to show us things. Because, see, when you can see something you couldn't see before, you could reach something you couldn't touch before. You could get to a place you couldn't go before. You could accomplish a thing you couldn't do before. God wants to show you great and mighty things, but the enemy comes and, and, and through the force of negativity, uh, uh, you know, he, he, he turns off the life. See, in Deuteronomy, remember when he said, I'm setting in front of you life and death, blessings and cursings. Please, please choose life. But the problem is, is that life choices aren't always the easy ones. And a lot of times there are things that look like life that aren't going to produce life. They just have a moment of life. They have a picture of life. They have a fragrance of life, but it doesn't last very long. I'm certain that there are people who have had relationships that look like life, but it was actually hell. I'm positive that there are those of you that thought that if you could get in that position, if you could have that title, if you could have that opportunity, that that would be just the dream of life coming true. And you found out that it was the nightmare instead of the dream. 
Why? Because there are things that look like life that aren't life. And without the creator of life speaking into us, we don't even recognize life. The reality is, is that sometimes life could crawl into bed with us, kiss us on the lips, and we wouldn't recognize it. Because we're so accustomed to death and the curse and our way. But yet God looks at us and he says, hey, I, I, I still want to show you something. I, I, I need you to call me. I, I want to show you a great thing. I want to show you a mighty thing. But we take little things and make them big things. And we're distracted and we don't see the great thing or the mighty thing that God wants to do. And usually the, the little thing that we made a big thing is not a positive thing. It's a negative thing. And so the power of negativity is wreaking havoc in our life and is destroying us from the very purpose for which we are created. You were created by God, the only species on the planet. You were created by God to create future. We're the only ones that have that ability. And where you are today, where you are today, you can either you can either look back and, and build your, your you know, your, you, you, could, you, you can just build your existence on where you've been and where you've come to and thank God this is where we are and, and look at everything that we've gone through. And, and you might be looking back thinking, look at everything I've had to deal with and look at all the struggles I've had to be, be accustomed to and look at the battles that I've been drugged through and look, look at how everybody's mistreated me and look at how things didn't go my way and look and, and, and you can be paralyzed in your present by the power of your past. Or you can let God show you some things that you don't know about. And you can realize that he has created you with the ability to create future. Jeremiah 29, 11, most of us know that this is the plan and the thoughts that God has for us. Plans to prosper us, not to harm us. Plans to give us a hope and a future. Uh, Hebrews 11.1, 1, faith is confidence in the very thing that we're hoping for and assurance of the things that we can't see. Faith is confidence in the thing that we're hoping for. God wants to build in you the ability to have a confidence, a boldness to believe for what you don't have rather than to cling to what you do. See, it's easier to have confidence in what you have than it is to have confidence in what you're hoping for because you got what you got. But God wants you to be willing to set what you got to the side and reach for what he's promised. And he wants you to walk in that faith, and, 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 he, and he wants you to demonstrate Satan's defeat in your life. The reality is, is that in Proverbs, it says that man plans his ways, but God directs his steps. And a lot of us have a dream on the inside of us, and you're under the impression that maybe that dream has been broken, maybe that dream has been crushed, maybe that dream wasn't for you, you tried it, you failed, you weren't good enough, you, you, you weren't smart enough, you weren't powerful enough, you weren't rich enough, but God wants you to embrace that dream, and he wants you to listen to him, because he's, he's given you the ability to plan, but he's going to give you the direction through offering steps. And God wants to direct your steps to cause you to collide with a dream that he's placed inside your heart. Man, I'm here today to tell you something. That there, that there is a force that's trying to kill you that wants to steal and destroy, but there is a power that is available to you through the name of Jesus where you can rise above all the forces that have tried to take you out and you can, you can connect to a force that's ready and able to take you up and, and to cause you to collide with a future that's amazing. Yeah, but you don't understand. I've done some really stupid stuff. That's what we are as a small group for people who have done stupid stuff. Ain't nobody in the room who hasn't done something stupid. We've all, we, we've all fallen short. Huh? There's none righteous, no, not one. But the reality is, is that Jesus came to reconnect us to things that we no longer deserved. 
And so when the enemy begins to tell you that you don't deserve it, that you don't, you know, you haven't made the right choices, you haven't made the right decisions, you haven't gone the right place. Look at what you did at the last job. Look at what you did at the last relationship. Look at the last time you had money. Look, look at the last time. And, and look, at, look at how miserable you, you, you were with that. But I'm not looking at the back. I'm looking out ahead. Joshua, in the first book of Joshua, in the first chapter of Joshua, he made this statement. He said, uh, just be strong and courageous. Don't be afraid. Don't be ashamed. The Lord thy God is with you. Just be strong. Just be courageous. You can put it up for him if you want. Uh, be strong and courageous. Don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. I'm telling you, I have, you know, in my notebook over there, I have a bunch of notes. But I have this one thing burning on the inside of me. Because there's people in the room today that you need to dream again. You need to connect to that vision again. You, 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 you know, our prayer is God enlighten the eyes of their understanding that they might see the hope of their calling. Our prayer is today that the scales will be removed from your eyes, that all of the excuses that, 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 and it seems reasonable and it seems right that you shouldn't be able to go get that dream. It seems that way, but I'm praying that those things are removed from your vision so that you can just see the dream again. So you can just see the dream again. And he said, listen, just be strong and courageous. Look at, look at somebody and say, be strong. Come on, look, look at your second choice and say, be strong. It's funny, you were louder to your second choice than you were the first. Why could God, how could God tell you to be strong? Because he's, he's put strength in you. The enemy wants you to think that you're weak. The enemy wants you to think that you're unprepared. The enemy wants you to think that you ain't got what it takes. But I'm telling you, God knows you. He made you. And he's telling you, go ahead and use the strength. Yeah, will you be stronger? Sure. You're going to get stronger. You can develop these strengths. But right now, right now, you have strength. Right now. You have wisdom. You have insight. You have revelation. You have discernment. You have relationships. You have, you have, you have resources. You, you, you have opportunity. You, you, you have life right now the, the God in you is more powerful than the enemy in all of the earth you are of God you are his DNA you have what he has you have already overcome he's given you everything that you need Everything that we need for life, for godliness, we, we already have it. You have strength. But see, it's not enough to operate in your strength because God never leads you into battle that you could win. He doesn't have you deal with problems you could solve. He doesn't give you situations you could afford. But he does ask you, and it's a commandment, it's a commandment, use your strength. But that's why the word courage is there. See, you have strength, but it takes courage to step out in the strength that you have. See, a lot of us are waiting. A lot of us are waiting for, a, for another power, another strength to come do something that we couldn't do, but God's called you, equipped you, empowered you. He has given you the ability. You have the ability to demonstrate Satan's defeat.
See, you can't pray your way out of what you chose your way into, but you can make a new choice today. You can choose today that, that from this moment forward, starting today, I'm going to move towards the dream that God put in my heart. And I might make mistakes, but God's big enough to bring correction. God's big enough to bring connection. God's big enough to, to, to overcome me, and he's going to cause me to collide with the dream that he put in my heart. And I'm not going to be discouraged. I'm not going to be afraid because God is with me. God is with me. Check out that line. Wherever you go, God's with you. God's with you. See, I think a lot of us are like a... We're kind of part-time part-time believers. We're just... We're church people. See, see you can't. You, you, you got to stop. You got to stop being a believer. You just start living like a disciple. You got to bring some discipline into your life, right? You got to stop allowing the negativity that that, that, that that you you see a God thing and then you begin to to talk about it to, to to I mean even in your mind this morning well this this kind of stuff really isn't for me and and, and well, all that is is an outward expression of an inner defeat see because there's defeat on the inside and, but there's victory out here victory's not coming to you from the outside in it's coming from the inside out so we got to get that victory on the inside and, and, and negativity has a tendency, it, it always justifies itself. And so it, it starts talking about previous experiences. And, and you know, well, I, I tried to believe God, but it didn't work. Yeah, but you made wrong choices in the, in the, in the process. But it, it just tries to justify it. And then it's choosing your friends for you. And then, and then it's making these wide, unfair statements. And, and, then, and then, you know, it's negating the work of the Holy Spirit. And, and then, and, and then it's, it's sabotaging your future and limiting your present. I'm telling you, we got to kill this thing. We got to kill this thing. I mean, could you imagine a guy going into a place and, he, and let's just say he's a salesman and he has the opportunity to, to carry his product in, into, a, into a, an area that's in desperate need and there, there's tons of people that will, that, that will reach out. I mean, he's going to be successful if he can just get into that area. But everybody tells him, you know, it's, it's great product and, and, and I know that, that this is what that area needs, but, but getting there, man, when you get there, in order to get it there, it's a really dangerous area and, and there, are, there, there are forces that don't want that product there, and and, and if you're not if you're not careful, man, they, they're going to rob you. They're going to steal from you. If they can, they'll destroy you. And but but he has the opportunity, and so he sets out, and he's going to take his product, and he's going to go change the world. And, but but in order to protect himself, because the because the threat that's against him is very 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 real, so he swings by a bookstore, and he buys himself a book on uh, uh, on you know personal protection. You know, how, how, to def, how to defend yourself. He's get, he gets a self-defense handbook. And it's got all the moves. And it's got, it's got all the info. And it has uh, everything that you need to protect yourself. And so he carries that book with him. And he heads in into the area that's so dangerous. Well, how many of you realize that that's a great idea? That's just a genius idea. Because in his mind, he's thinking that carrying that book is going to have a, 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 an outcome, a result. Well, let, let me just show you. Let me show you what he sees in his mind. Uh, Vinny, Vinny, come here. Will you do me a favor? Would you hold his guitar? Because Kenny represents the devil. 
And Vinny represents you. And in just a minute, and this is always how it starts. You have a small conversation with the devil. You guys can't come up here prepared? Come here. Yeah, I know. Let me handle it. Just wait. Don't get in a hurry. The enemy's always wanting to take you out. And you have a product that has the power to change the world. And, 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 and you've picked up, you got the book? 23 steps to save yourself. You have your self-defense manual. You're, in, in a moment, you're going to see, please, security people, don't shoot. It's, it's not a real gun. But this is what it looks like when we walk through life. And we get to a spot, and our enemy comes to kill, to steal, and destroy. And this is how you see yourself responding. Ready? See, see, that's pretty quick. That's pretty quick response. And it's all in the book. But if you haven't practiced it, if you, if you, I'm telling you something, if, if you don't practice that, that don't just happen because you carried the book. See, a lot of you, you're carrying a book, you got a t-shirt and a bumper sticker. But in the little moments, when you have the ability to demonstrate saints of feet, the little moments when you can tell negativity to take a hike, the little moments, I would imagine that there's been some role playing going on as they prepared to demonstrate a self-defense maneuver. When's the last time? You took a moment to role play what it looks like to demonstrate the enemy when he comes against you and tries to crush your dream. See, how in the world did we get to the place that our dreams have been crushed, that the future that God's promise has been ripped from our grip? How did we get there? Well, we carried a book. Well, your self-defense manual doesn't do any good in your back pocket. You got to get it from here to here. Think about it. Think about it. Today, today you're like 16 inches from a major breakthrough. 16 inches from a real, from, 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 from a real life-changing experience. Because instead of, instead of quoting scriptures, you could actually demonstrate them. These guys are awesome. How, is that hard to stay like that? You must have the, an amazing core. Give these, give these guys a hand. See, what's important to us today is that you realize that you're just a few steps from, from breakthrough. That there are dreams that have been shattered, but God wants you to dream again. There's a future that you've kind of given up on, but here's the problem is that if you won't believe God for the best of your life, you'll have to settle for the rest of your life. 
that, that, that God, God's trying to pull you, pull you in, into, a, into a place. You know, in Jeremiah 29, in the message, it says, it says that God knows what he's doing. He's got it all planned out, plans to give you the future you're hoping for. And if you seek him with, with everything you got, and I mean with your whole heart, if you want him more than anything else, if you'll get serious about finding him, he said, I'll make sure you won't be disappointed. But it goes on and makes this last statement. It says, and you, I will turn things around for you. And there's people here in the room today that you need God to turn things around for you. But you're waiting. You're waiting for God to like come down and do something. When you're the one that has to make a choice. When you're the one that has to have the courage to operate in the strength that you have. You're the one that has to say, you know what? I'm going to get outside of myself. I'm going to let God begin to direct my steps. I'm going to quit making excuses for why I can't do what he's telling me to do. But I got but, but to practice. I got to practice. Philippians 4, 4, in the NIV, I think it is, it says, uh, celebrate God all day. I mean, I mean every day, revel in it. Make, make it as clear as you can to everybody that you're on their side. Make it as clear to everybody as you can that you're on their side. You know, in order to do that, you got to quit trying to make sure everybody's on your side. Let me tell you, the hard part for us is getting us out of the way. And, 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 you know, well, well, how do I have the breakthrough? How, how, how do I get to where I'm going? How do I elevate? How do I, how do I break the power of the path? How? Everybody say how. Dude, I hate to give this to you because this isn't this week's message. Everybody say how. Here's how you're going to have your breakthrough no matter what area it is you need it in. Help others win. That's how. Help others win. Well, if you don't practice it, you'll get taken out. Just for sake of time, can you drop down to like verse 9? say this, you'll do best by filling your mind and meditating on things that are true and noble and reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious, the best, not the worst, the best, not the worst, the best, not the worst, the best, not, I got stuck, the best, not the worst, the best, not the worst, the beautiful, not the ugly, look at this, things to praise, not to curse, and put into practice, and put into practice, and put into practice, put into practice and put into practice you have the opportunity to practice something today in the safety of the locker room before you take the field how about we how, how, how about we go through some of the plays how, 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 how about we how about we lean into this for just a minute so that when we're out on the field and the opposition comes that we're not only taken by surprise but 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 instead we're prepared to respond in a godlike fashion to demonstrate the enemy's defeat how about we put into practice those things that 
we've learned and those things that we've heard and those things that we've seen and those things that we have come to understand. Let's just go with this one little simple one. Let's practice this, but I, I want to challenge you. Every day this week, you, you know that God has a plan for your life. Maybe, maybe, maybe before you make a decision, you remind us God has a plan for my life. Maybe before you respond to that statement, God has a plan for my life. Maybe before you answer that phone call, God has a plan for my life. And why don't you practice teaching yourself to put your mind on Him? Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings, you have perfected strength that can silence the enemy. You have perfected praise. How about this? How about if you're here today? And, and, and just for a moment, let's make it easy. Just close your eyes for just a minute so you really concentrate. And how about if you're here today and life and circumstances and situations has broken you, it's crushed the dream, it's ripped from your grip the future that you thought God had for you, and you've kind of, instead of believing Him for the best, you've settled but you don't want to settle for the rest of your life. You're ready to believe for the best of your life. How about if you're here today and you say, you know what, I've given up on dreams that I want, I, I want to see them revived. I've let go of hopes in, in, in exchange for regrets. That I, I carry guilt and shame in, instead of seeing that and knowing that I am the righteousness of Christ, of, of God in Christ. I, I, I don't see myself as standing in, his, in, in, in the sight of God blameless. I, I just feel guilty. But today, but today, I'm willing to let God revive my dream. I want to I dream again. I want the future that God has for me. I want to see great and mighty things, and I refuse to be held back by, by little things. And if that's you, while no one's looking around, you're going to use your strength. You're going to have the courage to use your strength. And just stand to your feet right where you are. Just stand up and say, yeah, that's me today. I'm believing God for the revival of a dream. I'm believing God for a hope and a future that's so radical, that's so powerful. And I'm not going to settle for something that's, that's half-baked, that ain't got no real life to it. We're going to practice His presence for just a minute. We're going to practice His presence for just a few moments today. How about you're here today and your heart's been broken and you're ready to be restored? I think you should stand. How many are here today and financially there's a wall in front of you and instead of prospering, it seems like, it seems like all we do is struggle. But how about, how about we find a, a power that has the ability to, to, to elevate you and to catapult you into a new level of prosperity? Maybe you should stand. Maybe you've been battling with thoughts in your mind and it's time to get victory. Maybe you should just stand. Join all these who are standing already. And, and do me a favor. Do me a favor. It's only going to be for a minute, and you'll get to go back there in a second. And nobody's going to attack you or anything. But, but, but what if you stepped, stepped out from where you are, and you came right down to the front? You came down to a place. How, come on, guys. Just step out and come down here. And, 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 and let's, make this, let's make this an altar where, where we're going we're, we're gonna to put something on this altar so that every time we see it, it it'll be a memorial to this is the place where I had breakthrough. This is the place where, where my dream began to, to, to come back. This is where vision was revived. This is where hope was restored. This is where health was renewed. This is the place. It's amazing today because lives are going to be radically changed. Lives are going to be radically changed.
just want you to lift up your hands. Just lift up your hands. We worship you, Lord. Just real quiet. Let's just sing that Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. You make the darkness tremble. Jesus, Jesus. You silence fear. Jesus, Jesus. You make the darkness tremble. Jesus. Sing it again. Sing Jesus, Jesus. You make the darkness tremble. Jesus. I'm telling you, just as we just begin to even whisper that name, there's power in that name. You open your mouth and let it begin to flow out of you. I'm telling you, freedom is here. Sing it again. Jesus. You make the darkness tremble. My God, we magnify you, Lord. We magnify you, Lord. As we stand in your presence, as we lift up your name. God, I just declare right now that life is beginning to flow into the places where death is taking up residency. Come on. I, I speak it right now that hope is coming to the hopeless, that healing is coming to the hurting, that God, the doors are beginning to open wide and our eyes are beginning to see what we couldn't see before. God, we're going to go places we couldn't get before. We're going to accomplish things we couldn't even start before. And it's all because of the power that's in the name of Jesus. And Jesus, you are alive and well inside of each and every one of us. So today we lift our voice. We sing Jesus, Jesus. You make the darkness tremble. silence fear. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Come on, claim your victory right now. Come on, claim it. Sing Jesus. God, I magnify that name. We elevate that name in this place. Cause our eyes to behold the wonder of your glory. Be exalted, Lord. Be exalted, Lord. Come on. One more time with everything you got. We sing Jesus, Jesus. You make the darkness tremble. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now right now, Father, church, reach your hands toward these people. Father, as we stand here in your presence, God, it's not important that, our, that we be touched by the hand of man, but that the hand of God would rest upon our life. And right now, in the name of Jesus, Father, we declare the prison doors are swinging open, that those that have been held captive are going to be set free right now in the mighty power of the name of Jesus. God, I thank you that dreams that have been stolen are being returned right now in Jesus' name. That vision that has been uh, let go of is going to be recaptured. God, as you cause it to be birthed inside the heart of each man, woman, boy, and girl that's here today, God, we declare that you are above 
You are the King. You are the Lord. You are my strength. You are my hope. You are my life. You are my joy. You are my song. And in the middle of any storm, I simply need to call out and say, Jesus. Jesus. There's power in the name of Jesus. Father, we just know. We just know that this is the confidence that we have in you. That if we ask anything according to your will, we know you hear us. And we know it's your will. We know it's your will because it's in your word. And if we know that it's your will, we know you hear us. If we know you hear us, we know we're going to receive the very thing that we're asking for. So God, I just thank you today. I thank you that the future that we're asking for is it, it's your will. Your, your, your will is to give us hope and future and to give us the, the future that we are hoping for. So God, I just thank you that as you direct the steps of these people, that it's every day, each step is a new level of freedom. Each step is a new level of victory. Each step is a new level of wholeness. Each step. And God, we will muster the courage to operate in the strength that you've given to us. And from this moment forward, we will never, ever, ever be the same again. We refuse to be the same in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, give him one more shout, one more praise. Come on, celebrate him. He's worthy. He's worthy. You guys glad you came today? Are you glad you came to church today? Yeah, me too. Well, let's take a minute. Let's go back to our seats. But let's.